welcome to the Coffee Chat Podcast. This is part two with Bailey Colors. Uh, if you haven't listened to part one, please listen to part one. It was a really awesome conversation. Uh, this is part two because we had over six hours of audio. Uh, basically, our chat was just one giant catch up. So yeah, we went through a lot of different conversations and topics. But these are the bits that just didn't make the final cut and I'm putting them here. So they're all just kind of little individual sound bites that probably would not have made sense when I put them in the first episode. So I'm putting them here. And yeah, it's a quick little 20 minute episode. So hope you enjoy. Hello. Hey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I see. So okay. I love that. This meeting is being recorded. By continuing <laughs> to be this is <laughs> meeting is the first option, then continue. I love that. Oh, you're like, bye. Bye, bitch. <laughs> bye. <laughs> yeah, I'm just grabbing, I'm just grabbing some olive oil to bring down into oh. the downstairs oh. if I need to. Well, you know, throat hurt. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what are you doing with that? I have been like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> I'm just grabbing the <laughs> Sorry, you just, I just need some olive oil. Hold on. <laughs> oh my God, this is going to be the whole episode. <laughs> you, you, you're writing stuff, right? I am. I yeah. do write things. Which yes. we, I write the things. Oh, we'll we'll yeah. get to that. Um, but yeah, I often find like, obviously everyone's writing process is different. It's like acting. Everyone's acting process is different. You do what works for you. But yeah, yeah. my writing process is, I found it's, you know, like I'll obviously get inspiration and I will just literally word vomit like scenes and they, yes, like 90% of the time they don't even make sense. They don't follow through. Um, and it's like, I love myself and I hate myself for it. Hate myself for it because me going back to edit that dear Lord. I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, what does this mean? Your editor self hates yourself. Yeah, literally, because I just word vomit. And then I have to do the like hard work of, okay, where am I? Who is this? Like, what's going on? But yeah, that's how Mm -hmm. I work. I just word vomit and seem word vomit. Well, it's, you know, I think a lot of people work that way. Honestly, I have found that when I've talked to people about their process, I am definitely in the minority maybe I'm not maybe somebody can reach out to me after this <laughs> Bailey colors on all of the platforms please dm me I will have to reassure me years oh oh I see yes yes links to all of the things no but uh, honestly I haven't met very many people that uh approach things the way I do and I'm not yeah. sure that it's the best way because what um, is your process I'm intrigued I I think I like to have the skeleton in place mm-hmm. first, which is very, I guess, left-brained um, in, in a way. And I don't necessarily share that with a lot of actors. I, I want to know the structure. Yeah. I need to know the purpose yeah. of each action, of each scene. Um, and so when I start out, things are not funny. like not amusing not entertaining there's nothing unique about them there's nothing special um no personality just all function initially um and I I guess 
in that sense, I kind of make sure that there's always like a mission built in with the things that I do. But um, I, I almost have to have that in place and then have it sitting somewhere until I just randomly feel that kind of source of, you know, that flow, that, that inspiration um, pour, pour in, then I go and I sort of fill in the framework with that. You know, if, if that makes any sense, yeah. it's like, it's like, I always have the blank canvas. It's always there. I know the parameter. Um, and then just when things come to me, then I can sort of throw the paint on in a sort of organized chaos. That's how that's I approach like, most that's things. Really thing. Cause yeah, my process would probably be the opposite of that. The opposite. It is the exact the opposite. opposite. I am literally like, just word vomit put all the paint on it like I don't know what this is things are coming out and then afterwards I have to look at like structure and like Girl, what's the right. hit the show smash or whatever yeah and it and did not go beyond there it yeah it did not I mean it was like I remember being obsessed with the show when it came out like the first season was like so good um because obviously I right. was like I want to be on Broadway yes yes the glee um, effect yes <laughs> exactly and then um so yeah on my tiktok one of the songs like popped up and I was like oh fuck it and then I just did it but um <laughs> and I was like I was like probably should have uh should not have done that when I have it warmed up but it's fine it doesn't like, no not at all he was like for you at this moment in time he was like <laughs> I would place you as a Glinda rather than an Elphaba like yeah. vocally and I was like mm, I don't know about that journey for you yeah <laughs> <laughs> Glinda's so fun though. I do like love that. Glinda because I, I think honestly, like if I do get cast in Wicked, I probably would be Glinda. Like I'm not even, and I wouldn't be mad. Oh, uh, you like, know, I couldn't be happier. <laughs> I just start singing like that higher range. I could see it. I I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Everybody wants. Everybody, everybody wants, wants to, be to fly. <laughs> everybody wants to fly. But honestly, I I think there's just there is something really beautiful about somebody who can pull off that kind of pep and optimism while still seeming like a, a grounded complex interesting human being and obviously Chenoweth did oh an amazing job amazing. no one better in my personal opinion um and I I don't know like it's it, it has its own challenges, and I think you, I think you could meet them for sure. <laughs> you you dream well, because Linda. yes, like because you, you are a very bright and bubbly person, but it's also believably, it's not, it's not a mask. And I could just see those beautiful moments where you would like, <laughs> where you could let creep out or creep in whatever what what's going on underneath and it would just be hilarious yeah anyway so uh broadway cast sarah hi broadway Linda. yeah Linda. hi broadway <laughs> hi broadway you shut down right now but hi when you, <laughs> <open>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. when you open when you open i would like to be glenda i think, I think you should make your top priority <laughs> seeking new talent you know, I think my, you know what, who cares about pursuing film and TV? I'm heading to Boston. <laughs> you, you would though, you, you and I you both, know. I, I came across this amazing website. Um, the website itself has like a, a really weird URL. So, but if you Google wealth shown to scale, yeah, it is, 
it's insane. I highly recommend to everyone that, that, you know, if for anybody listening that you go and <laughs> Google wealth shown to scale and look at the first website that comes up again, weird URL, but click on it and it, it, it'll change. It'll change things. It'll change the way you see things. And then suddenly you'll realize why, you know, certain parties are advoc- advocating for um, a wealth tax. We're not talking about celebrities. Go make movies, make all your money, you yeah. know, being sponsored by Yves Saint Laurent. Like, you are not who we're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty mind boggling. But anyway, so watching these shows has kind of, I don't know, been, been very interesting. It's a, an interesting reminder of, um, I'm literally on this website right now. Oh, <laughs> right. Oh my God. Okay. Everyone listening. I, Oh my God, Sarah. And you, I know I've, I know the website, so I know you haven't even seen all of it by this point. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's insane, but you can, you can attest to how much they need to see it. Right. Oh yeah. Everyone has to, oh my, yeah. I'm going to have a look at this later in depth, but yeah, it's, wow. it's pretty, pretty oh, crazy. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. I was like, as an actor, <laughs> you are an actor as well. Let's not forget. Yeah. Um, I don't. Good. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, theater, that's the age-old question. I think you can ask every actor if theater or... Is it, is it the age-old question? Theater or film and TV. <laughs> I, yeah, I think, I think it would have to be theater in that case because it, you just, there's just nothing quite like it. Um, you get to inhabit the character for a full two hours and you really go on that journey chronologically um and like on an energetic level just the again the stamina of beginning middle end in a row with no pauses no breaks it it's beautiful because it kind of can fuel into itself you go out for the first scene and then you're like living in that present moment and then you get to go into the next scene and you bring your character into that you know um it's I I really have always loved theater like I grew up completely immersed in theater I was really really lucky um because I actually went to a school that had a really strong arts program so we had drama classes and art classes and music classes basically every day yeah growing up so um very 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 fortunate um it's kind of crazy what you know even just 10 years can make what difference 10 years can make when it comes to education and funding and whatnot um but yeah so I I just I grew up on the stage and that that feels like home still feels still feels like home and that being said film has been amazing because sometimes it's it's just such a relief to be like okay I just have to live this, this moment intensely over and over and over again. And then it's lunch. (laughs) Yeah. It's so weird, but yeah, I agree with you. Cause I mean, and that's like, we always like, you know, chat about this cause I also came from a theater background. So yeah, like for me, theater is everything. And that's where I started. So it's like, you always, I think people who start in theater, you always have like a soft spot for it. But also at the end of the day, like there's nothing quite like being in a 
you know, a musical or a play and just that you get to do it every, it's just so fresh because you're doing it, you know, so many times, like, you know, if you have eight shows um, and every night is like yeah. so different. And I love that feeling and audiences are different. It's like, it's wild. Yes, that that's true. That's another thing that's really nice about theater is, um, I mean, overall, when it comes to the production, obviously, when you do it, you do it once, and yeah. then it's done, you know, for whatever period of time it, however long of a period of time it was in your life. Uh, once it's done, then it's kind of over, and you might have recordings to look back on, which is awesome, but it's not quite the same as film, for sure. Um, but it is beautiful because it's not just one day on set and then you see that till the end of time. It's also constantly evolving. You know, the, the first performance is, is rarely like the last performance, you know, so it's, yeah, it's oh, very, yeah. very different Isn't beast. Like, I don't know if you've ever had this experience, but there's, I'm pretty sure like every show I've done, there's always, I don't know which, I mean, look, I haven't done a, a play in a very long time. So, but did you do like a play? What? When oh. I first met you or something? Oh my God. I mean, like, okay. Yeah, I did. I did a okay, play. just teasing you. you. When I first moved here. But I haven't done like a full, you know, like a full act play. Um, but there's always, I don't know if it's like the second or the third, there's always a show in the middle and it's like, it's just the worst. I don't know if you've ever had that experience. Yes. <laughs> you, you, I don't know. And has anyone listening had this experience? They're probably like nodding their head. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. In <laughs> I don't know how to explain life. it. Yeah. It's in the whole world. <laughs> that one goddamn show and everyone in the cast feels it. And I, yeah, and you all, you all just like, and you all blame the audience. You're like, yeah, the audience, but it's not. Oh no, no, no. We did. We, we did not make any attempts to blame the audience for sure. No, it was, it was, in, yeah, it was, it was interesting. So uh, when we did Dreamer, we had a night where I could, yeah, I just knew like from my first knock on the door, <laughs> it was just not, not happening. Just not happening. And I could see my scene partner's face drop with mine as the scene progressed. The lines were happening, you know, movement was happening, connection was happening. We were holding each other's hands as we were thinking. Like it was, it's just, you know, it, it was literally one of those moments where you go backstage, you look at your other cast members and without saying a word, everyone knows. <laughs> and we just burst out laughing. Like we just couldn't because it was just, oh God. And I think that's what I miss about theater. That <laughs> Yeah, but you're, you're all literally in this together. Yes, that <laughs> is true. That, yeah, that's true. There, there's something kind of beautiful about that. I no, actually, no. oh my God, I have a vivid memory of, um, so I did The Crucible. Uh, I don't know if anyone's heard it. <laughs> yeah, we only do YouTube spammed plays, you and I, apparently. Like, yeah. that's it. The Crucible. That's what we're good for. Honestly, I am manifesting playing that role again. I was Mary Warren. Um, nice. 
yeah, thanks. It really suited me at the time. <laughs> um, but I remember doing that play and it was like such a great experience, but there was this, um, so it wasn't me that did this, but I remember this one performance and, you know, it's like all going well. And then um, it's like one of the scenes of like most of the guys are in the scene and they all come off stage and like, they all just have this look on their face of like, they're just like cacking themselves. And I'm like, and we're all like, what just happened? Like, are you okay? And then um, one of them goes, yeah. He's like, I forgot to put, bring a prop on stage. And we're like, it happens. You know, when you have props, it's, you know, you'll forget. Oh, no. I know. And, and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, it happens. And they were like, no, no. So in this scene, he had to bring on a letter, a very important letter that is <laughs> referenced in the scene, <laughs> not any letter. And the director, our director, I remember her always being like, you need to remember this letter. Like you need to bring it on stage because he then has to hand it to the lead. And you know, <laughs> obviously out of all the things, he doesn't bring said letter on stage and doesn't realize until like, they're like, oh, the letter. That's not the line, but the letter. <laughs> so apparently poor guy, he's just like, obviously fear deer in headlights and <laughs> He then mimes a letter. <laughs> no! <laughs> Hold up your coat. Hold up your coat and look inside your jacket. Stop doing anything. And I will never forget because at the end, you know, when you do notes at the end, um, <laughs> oh, our director really just was not. She, she, she was just not happy. She was honestly like, you could have done anything, but you had to mime. <laughs> Actually, it's funny because for a moment there, for, I was getting a lot of couple TikToks on my feed, and then I think it realized I was single, and <laughs> it kind of went, "Oh shit!" Uh, so like the algorithm was like, "Oh no, 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 we don't." She doesn't need this. She needs the yeah. dating exactly. and like you know, oh, ghosting. Bumble ad, Bumble <laughs> ad, which I still get. I still do get those. I mean, oh my god! Don't get me started on the dating apps in quarantine. I've, are you are you currently on a dating yeah, app? I am. Oh. <laughs> I'm currently a moment, talking, from, I, a moment <laughs> from our sponsors. Yeah, and uh, Hinge, if you could come in right now and just sponsor this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Hinge, okay. I, keep your options. Keep your options open because you just you don't know. Oh, don't worry. I am. I. <laughs> but the thing is, it's so funny being like trying because there are so many like there are other friends that are like oh I just can't even think about dating and like being on those apps in quarantine and I'm like honestly it's the best time to be on those apps because these men have to like talk to you and you can't you know because okay yeah. pre-covid it's always like oh like hey hi whatever you have a conversation if you kind of have some interest in each other it then turns into like a date pretty quickly um, yeah person and then, you know, but here, like, you actually have to, like, kind of have a connection. And so I'm thinking any of the people that I, if I do end up dating them after this, like, you know, who knows? Who knows, Bailey? Yeah, no, no, no. I could be in a relationship. We don't know. Thanks for listening to the Coffee Chat Podcast. Feel free to follow on Instagram at coffeechat.podcast and share the love. You're awesome and I hope you have a great day, night, or afternoon wherever you are and I'll see you in the next episode.